Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by our wonderful sponsor, Audible. So thank you so much, Audible, for, uh, you know, doing that thing by sponsoring our episode. It's great. I'm a big fan. So if you guys want to get a free audiobook to ingest words and knowledge with your ears, you can get a 30-day free trial at audible.com slash blame. Ingest those words. Get smarter. Hello, everybody, and 
welcome to the podcast. Oh my God, it's episode one. We're here. We did it. We're recording it. That means you guys called in. So yeah, thanks for that, by the way. Just like a personal thank you before we get started. I just want to like thank you guys for calling because a lot of people called and I thought I was irrelevant. So this is cool. Um, yeah, if you're just stumbling upon this, uh, which I don't know how you would do that, uh, this is the Don't Blame Me podcast with Megan Rinks. Plot twist, I'm Megan Rinks. Yeah. She's pretty cool. Except I just said it was me, so it's not just make what I just said any cooler at all. Um, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, uh, now you do, this is an advice podcast. And I have a bunch of phone calls from you guys calling in and asking me, or asking me questions. It's not questions. You're like, you're telling, you're giving me tales of your life. And I'm you give me problems and I fix them because I'm magic. Ooh, let me address the elephant in the room. Huh? Kidding. Jack, you're not as big as an elephant. Uh, my <laughs> producer, Jack Ferry. Whoa! Chicka, wow. Hi, Megan. Hello, Jack Ferry. Thank you for inviting me to produce your podcast. Oh my gosh. Uh, thank <laughs> you. You guys might recognize Jack's voice from where? Uh, Hotlines. I'm, 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 <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm also the producer of uh, Not Too Deep with Grace Helbig, another podcast. It's a great one. You should check it out if this one sucks. Kidding. I mean, watch, listen to both. Actually, if you're a fan of Megan's, she was recently a guest on uh, Grace Helbig's podcast and is very, very funny. So <sighs> highly recommend you check it out if you haven't already. It was essentially my audition to be Grace Helbig's friend. <laughs> I tried. Really and it worked. Yes. And we're going to definitely have you back. So. <sighs> Uh, thank you for inviting me to produce your podcast. This is very exciting. So before we get started, I thought because since a lot of people, this will be their first uh, time hearing you mm-hmm. and your podcast, why don't you tell us, why did you decide to start an advice podcast? <laughs> That's a really great question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I decided to start an advice podcast. This has actually been something I've wanted to do for a really long time because I love giving advice to people, even if I know nothing about the topic and have no personal experience with it. I just love it. I had a segment on my YouTube channel called Dr. Megan for a while. And I used to put on these fake glasses, which is ironic because I have real glasses. Uh, And I would (laughs) give advice to people about things. And I'm always giving my friends unsolicited advice that things that they usually don't want to hear because it's, you know, tough love. And I'm far too brutally honest. But I decided instead of bothering my friends all the time, because, you know, they're dwindling down. So few few of them left. You're uh, just going to bother the internet. Yes, I'm going to bother <laughs> the internet. So, uh, and you guys actually apparently have, you all have, we all have problems and you have one, so. Well, we've got a great selection of calls today. Which I haven't heard. I know, you're hearing for them for the, the first record. time. Now, how can people ask you a question if they would like to be a part of the podcast? Uh, on the street, if I leave my house, which is rare, but kidding. The phone number is 310 694 That number again. 310-694-0976. It's a a Google Voice account. You can leave a voicemail. We do screen all of the calls, so you will definitely be heard. We obviously can't put every single call on the air, um, but we do try to pick some of our favorites. So why don't we get into it? Oh, I'm so excited. I'm nervous. Oh, my God. I wonder what they asked. (laughs) I don't know. Well, you're about to find out. (gasps) Okay. okay. All right. You ready to go, Megan? Uh all right, here we go with the first call. Hi, Megan. My name And my boyfriend recently broke up with me over text, and it was kind of mean because he said, like, he didn't enjoy talking to me and he didn't want to be friends anymore. And we haven't talked since, and it's really awkward since he goes to my school. I wasn't really devastated because I didn't really have feelings for him anymore, and I was thinking of breaking up with him. But for some reason, I felt strained since then for the past week or so. And I don't really know how I feel. I can't tell if I'm upset or not. And it's kind of eating away from me. 
like I can't really focus at school or anything. I don't really know what to do because I don't really have anyone to like talk to about this because my friends are kind of bad at giving advice and I'm not really close with any of my family. So despite the fact that you don't have feelings for him anymore, it sucks no matter what to like get over somebody, especially if you're the one getting dumped. So I think my advice would be, uh, you know, d- like be cool with not talking to him and not missing that. I love pro con lists, but this time just make a con list, like not of like convicts, just like things that suck about him and things that remind you like you're terrible. This is awful. And all the things you disliked about him, because sometimes when we get broken up with or something like that. We only think about the good stuff. I'm like, oh, but remember this, remember this. We're like, okay, well, remember like that he like never brushed his teeth and like he like loved Chris Brown. Like remember those things, not just like how it was nice to have someone like carry your backpack at school, which ugh, believe me, I missed that too. So remembering all of the ca- like terrible crappy things of his personality and what he does. And then I think just looking pretty. And I mean, like you can look pretty and whatever, like feeling pretty. Don't you don't have to look pretty because like I'm wearing sweatpants right now and like I love a good pair of sweatpants. But just do stuff that makes you feel like cool and fun. And even if you have to like fake a couple Instagram pictures where you like, like make it look like you're having a really good time and you're like out doing something super cool uh, that just makes you feel like you're doing better. So you win the breakup because breakups are a competition. Is that That's such a terrible advice. That's what I would do. <laughs> One time in high school, I pretend my best friend and I went, it was after I'd recently, I think, I, I don't know if I recently got dumped, but I, my friend and I went to a Rihanna concert and we had terrible seats, but we like pretended we had amazing seats and we pretended like we were drunk having the craziest night ever and took all these Instagram pictures and made it look like it was so much fun purely just to like get revenge and make everyone else to be like, oh my God, like we messed up. Like they're so cool. And we had so much fun doing that, like lying about all of this and like formulating all of these things to feel. And then we did feel really cool because everyone thought we were cool. I think also remembering at the end of the day, like a breakup's like, it's like a fresh start. So you can focus on other things. If you don't want to do the rebound thing, which I also highly encourage like that's like the devil bad older sister in me that it's like yeah rebound go for it like make out with that boy you always thought was cute that you could never because you had a boyfriend um but then also like if you don't want to do that and you want to take like the mature route which I'm also like for the record like I'm not telling you to do either one of these things like do the mature route or do the rebound route like I am like all for you whatever you choose because I would do both um and then like take like a break like focus on some other things like if you're getting ready to apply to colleges dating doesn't really help you get into college because if it did I probably would have gone to USC and graduated um and yeah focus on like your schoolwork or hobbies uh personally right now I'm really bored because I have no acting jobs and I'm watercoloring a lot. So you can buy watercolors from Amazon. They're super cheap. That's what I've been doing. Focus on new hobbies like that. Play the ukulele. It's really easy and they cost like $29. I also started doing that. Um, And know that there's no shame in uh, pursuing things that aren't just dating and relationships because at the end of the day, we're all going to die alone. But I mean, like you might be with somebody, but like we don't, you don't die with somebody. Unless you do, which is, like, real tragic. Okay, so if I mess up your life, please don't blame me. You sound like a wonderful lady. Uh, next call. Hey, Megan. So, I'm a sophomore in high school and just turned 16. Last year, me and a guy, who's now currently a junior, talked, and we went on a few dates, but eventually just fizzled out. We've stayed friends, and now things are starting to pick back up again. However, I have some reservations about it, because he's had sex with a lot of girls in the past, and that doesn't bother me, but the farthest I've ever gone is a make-out. And I'm mentally ready and mature enough to do more, but I'm scared about it being awkward or me doing something wrong. Advice, please help. 
Here's what I'd say about this. First of all, um, sex isn't hard. <laughs> I mean, like, like aspects of sex are hard, but like you're not going to be bad at it. Also, he's probably bad at it because you're really young and sex is bad for a really long time. Um, but also, you won't know that it's bad because... This is so not encouraging. Everyone's like, I'm celibate now. Thanks, Megan. (laughs) No, what I mean is like, you're not going to know. It's okay. It's like, uh, how do I explain it? It's like, okay. It's like making money. When you're a little kid, you don't feel poor because you have no, you, you don't know what it's like to have money. You don't know what it's like to have bills or anything like that. And then as you get older and you like start making money and you like spend your money and like, you're like upset because it wasn't worth it. Like what you spent your money on. And now you don't have that money. Uh, But I mean, like you can always have more sex. Oh, fuck. Uh, but, <laughs> but I just mean like you don't really know what you're missing out on for a while so like I'm not saying like just like wait because even when you get old it's just it's like a, it's like you learn how to ride a bike and sometimes bikes have like flat tires and sometimes the bikes are like they, they're too big or too small and they just fuck they're hard to ride or bad wow this is quite a metaphor I know your, I know uh, this was I didn't mean here. it for that okay well okay. I think our, I think the caller is concerned uh, that she's going to be bad at sex she's you're not going to be bad at sex there's really there's nothing that you really can do wrong um there's really not too much you can do wrong if it makes you feel better. I have a friend of a friend who gave a guy a blowjob and she threw up on him. So, like, you are solid. Like, just that, just set that as your, like, bar for, like, just don't do, don't do that. So, like, don't eat anything you're allergic to or eat a really big meal or anything like that. But I think the other thing is, too, is knowing that despite the fact that he's had sex with, like, multiple girls, purely based on my experience with being that age, it doesn't really matter how many girls he slept with at, like, 16, 17. It's probably not stellar. So there's not too much to really compare you to. And also, uh, I mean, it's 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 sex, and he's just going to be stoked no matter what. But I also think if you have reservations and you're nervous about it, um, like, wait until you're a little less nervous. And if you're worried it's going to be awkward and it's if it feels too awkward to talk about sex with him before, it might be too awkward to have sex. I promise you talking about sex is way less awkward than real sex. So if it feels too awkward to talk about it, maybe don't do it yet. And also uh, just pretend you're super hot. Even if you don't think you're hot, just pretend you're like, I'm a sex kitten. Like, I look great. I'm sexy. I know what I'm doing. And like, I do this a lot with people. And I guarantee you, people won't know the difference. Okay, so there's this boy that I like. and it's like really awkward between us um we like kind of started dating I guess sort of he asked me out on a date we went on a date and then like he walked me home and he was like oh you know text me if you want me to help you with your homework and like I never texted him which is like dumb because I should have and we ride the bus together and we sat next to each other in Spanish for a while and we just like talked to each other talked to each other kept talking to each other and then now, all of a sudden, we moved seat, and I never talked to him anymore, and we, like, don't talk to each other on the bus, but I still like him, and I feel like he still likes me, but, like, I just don't know what to do. So, yeah, I'm just wondering what your advice would be, how to, like, spark up a conversation or, like, let him know I'm still interested, because, like, we just never talk to each other anymore, and, like, it makes me sad, because... At least I consider us to be, like, good friends, and now we just, like, I feel like we're not even friends besides dating and not 
I feel <laughs> I feel like we're not even friends, let alone dating. But like we had that potential and we liked each other in the beginning, and now we just don't talk. So I feel like it's still there, but I just need help, kind of getting it started again so yeah thank you so much um okay so i would i would take a page take a page from his book and text him about homework and be like hey taking you back up on that homework offer from six months ago and you could make a joke out of it and say something very similar to that where you're kind of poking fun of the fact that like addressing it that you haven't really talked anymore since then um but i think that was my definitely my go-to if i like liked somebody i was in class with even if you like took really great notes you're like oh my gosh i like totally like blanked like i don't know like how to say the library which is by the way biblioteca it's the only word i still know from spanish class and ask them about the, ask him about the homework and see if he wants to like, study for a test or something coming up. And you can not that I'm saying go full on mean girls like Katie Heron, gruel, pretend you're like super stupid to get Aaron Samuels to like tutor you. But I mean, hey, I mean she barfed on him. Don't do that. But like some aspects of that, we could work that into real life. You know, mean girls, great role models. Um, but I would ask, yeah, I would ask about homework. I think that's the biggest thing at that age too, especially when you're in school, is like finding the common denominators because you don't have classes together and you have after school activities that like don't align up. You don't really see each other in social aspects. So I would, yeah, ask him to study with you or ask him to give him, give him, give you, fuck, ask him to give you his notes for like class or something like that. And then from there, try and meet up with him in person, whether it's like at the library studying. And then you can like sit next to him and like accidentally brush your shoulder against his shoulder and like tell him that you miss talking to him. I think that's sweet. I think that'd be so cute if you'd be like, hey, like what's the Spanish homework? P.S. I love you. No, don't say that. That's too far, too far, too far. Um, but yeah, I think bringing, bringing up what you have in common, aka Spanish class. Um, and then... Uh, you know, asking to hang out outside of Spanish class. And then you can make an excuse and be like, let's study Spanish. And then you don't have to study Spanish, if you know what I mean. (laughs) So because you guys haven't talked in a while, for me, I personally uh, like to make other people feel uncomfortable by poking fun at that aspect. So if you have like... Facebook? Oh my God. Texting? What, whatever, whatever, like whatever means you communicated before. I am a big fan of the hello stranger. Or you could do the, uh, hi, it's your former seat, like seatmate, like blah, 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 blah. Like, remember me? Like, we haven't talked since blah, blah. Or you could send him the link to the Charlie Puth song, We Don't Talk Anymore. And then say like, hey, I miss you. Let's hang out. Ha, 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 ha. And so just add a bunch of LOLs and ha, ha, ha's and it makes it automatically less uncomfortable is what I would say. But I would, yeah, I would address that first. I say send the link to We Don't Talk Anymore by Charlie Puth. Tell him that your Spanish grades are suffering because you're used to copying off of him and that you would like him to please advise next steps because you're going to blame your bad grades on him. Unless you're the smart one, in which case, uh, tell him that he needs your help (laughs) or he'll fail. And please do this, actually, and uh, take screenshots and tell us how it goes and then call back because I really am actually very curious. And uh, Or you could serenade him with the We Don't Talk Anymore and film a video, put it on YouTube, and then call back. 
this would be a good time to tell you guys too that if you have any commentary or things that you want to say about any of the advice I gave or the questions that were featured on this podcast, you can call in too because we're going to have that segment at the end of every episode of your guys commenting on the advice that I gave people and the other advice things that they had. And you can say stuff too if you're listening to this being like, Megan, stupid, I would do this better. This is your chance to audition to replace me. Kidding, you can't replace me. But the phone number you should call is 310-694-0976. Again, the auditions to replace me on this show are 310-694-0976. And if you don't have a question, it's a good way to get featured if you also have a lot of opinions like me. Hello, Megan. Um, I have a couple different things that I would like to try. First of all, I'm 14 years old, and there's a boy at my school that likes me, but I don't really like him back. I think of him more as a friend. So what should I do? And secondly, um, my parents have always really wanted me to kind of, like, put myself out there and make myself, like, known kind of at, at my school. But I think that it's kind of like awkward and I'm a little bit more shy than I think that other people want me to be. So what should I do about that? So this is a two-parter question, a twofer, a two-for-one deal. Well, first part of your question, addressing the boy. Um, if a boy, if you like, if a guy likes you or anyone likes you and you don't like them back, I think it's kind of about doing exactly what you would want. Um, and for me personally, I think there's no... There's no shame in not having feelings for somebody, but I also think leading someone on or just, I think not telling someone that you're not interested is kind of the same thing as leading somebody on because it's not giving them a definitive answer. And without a definitive answer, you're kind of, no matter what, you're like, we've all got that like little Nicholas Spark, sad, violent, hopeless, romantic in all of us that we're like, I'm going to hold on to this hope because it's not a no. It's like a maybe someday like our paths will cross. So I would say be like straightforward and say something like, I think you're a super great friend, but I'm just not interested in you like that. Or if that sounds too scary to you, you can just like, like subtly friend zone him and like start calling him like buddy and pal and champ because there is nothing more friend zoning than being called like, oh, you're such a good buddy or you're such a good friend and just reminding him how great of a friend he is. Or you could also like point out one of your girlfriends or someone who you think is cute. Like you guys would be so cute together. And that shows him that you think he should date people who aren't you, which is the... Jack is looking at me like that's a little <laughs> fucked. Which is well, the- I'm just thinking about it from the guy's perspective. That poor guy. Well, but I do I, agree. But you do, do you know what to, I mean? You, you do need to be honest with him. I think you need to be honest because I think it's leading him on if you don't say anything because I think that gives false sense of hope. Well, having been friend zoned, I think the best thing. Oh you- no! Do you want to talk about it? Do you want to uh, call in? I do want to call in. Yes, let's talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I think what you need to do is you just need to be honest because yeah. the sooner he gets the the message, oh, this is just never going to happen, the, the faster he's going to be able to move on. Yeah. And I also think you don't want him to like his feelings to stay longer and develop over time the longer that you guys are like becoming friends because that can happen too. And I also think like there's no shame in feeling like it's going to be awkward. But also if he's that great of a friend and you're worried about you guys not being friends anymore – Either he, you'll stay friends because like he really is your friend or he didn't want to be your friend at all to begin with, which might happen, by the way, which I'm so sorry if that happens, but I've got multiple people who are like that. I can't say their full names on here, can I? No, no, Jack is not shaking his head. <laughs> but it's happened to me before, so don't worry. I mean, not a lot because like I don't, I don't get friends. I, I, no, I don't, I don't have a lot of friends to friend zone me. Is this sad? Okay, second part of your question was about being shy. Okay, I actually have a lot of feelings about this. So I am personally identify as an extroverted introvert. And I think something that 
I was pretty extroverted when I was a kid growing up, but I definitely was super, super shy when it came to things as well. And I think at the end of the day, like you don't have to be like loud and crazy and weird at all. And you can like like what you like and not want to speak up about certain things. And that can be okay. Like not everyone has to be a very outgoing person to like still like contribute to society and still be able to like lead your day-to-day life. But if you feel like you're holding things back and you're not putting yourself for opportunities you want to do, not just what other people want you to do or what you think you should be doing, then I definitely think there's kind of a way to like expand your horizons without like auditioning to be the lead of the school play because that might not be something you really want to do. Like having introverted tendencies and like, hobbies and things that you like that are just like more personal, like that's totally fine. But I think if it comes to like raising your hand in class, I totally understand that. I used to like be petrified to do that all the time. But then there were like group projects that I would like really excel in. Or if I was doing like a PowerPoint presentation to the class, I was so scared if it was just me up there. But if I got to do it with like other people in a group, it was a lot better. So I think if it comes to like things that are like academics and all that sort of stuff, being able to like work with other people and like focus on things you're really, really good at, because no matter what, you're not going to be great at everything. And just also knowing that if you want to take the chance on going to go do something that's like a little out of your comfort zone, then you should totally do it. But if you're happy and like you're content doing what you're doing, like don't let anyone else like make you feel like you need to be like Gabriela Montez from High School Musical if you don't want to be. You don't have to be her. Okay, guys, we're going to take a quick break. More calls after this. This episode of Don't Blame Me is brought to you by Audible. I am personally a huge fan of Audible because you know what I love? Reading and books. You know what I don't got? Time. You know what I do got? Ears to listen to someone else read me an audiobook. It's like having someone in your ears when you're not listening to this podcast tell you like books. It's like being a princess and having someone fan you and be like, I'm going to read to you. Fall asleep, princess or prince. So yeah, does that not sound amazing? It does. I know it does. And there are so many different kinds of books that you guys can listen to. If you want to listen to books about shoes, books about cooking, books about, uh, I don't have a book, but maybe one day I'll write one and then speak it and then you can listen to me talk about it. Right now, uh, I've actually listened to Big Little Lies really recently and it's a wonderful TV show on HBO, but it's also a book. And as we know, the books are always better. I said that. I did. I left it there. I dropped that mic. Yeah. Not going to drop the mic. This mic is pretty and looks expensive. Um, But thank you so much to Audible for sponsoring. And if you want something for free, you guys can go to audible.com slash blame. And guess what? It's a free audiobook. I'll say that again, a little less creepy. It's a free audiobook. And you get a 30-day free trial. Do you know how much time you can spend on audible.com scrolling, being like, ooh, books, books, books on this, books on that, books on things you don't even know there were books about. And the best part, those books might have really big words. Do you know big words? I don't. Someone else can read you the big words. You will never pronounce Hermione Granger wrong ever again. You can have people with cool accents reading you books. You can have YouTubers reading you books about hopefully the books that they wrote. And you can have lots of people reading you lots of different books in your ears for all of that time that your ears are lonely and need people whispering in them. That URL again is audible.com slash blame. Also, is that not the best URL ever? Thank you so much. Easy to remember, audible.com slash blame. Because our podcast is called Don't Blame Me. Don't blame me if you grow up stupid and don't read And we're back. Did you miss us? Yeah, you did. Here's our next call. Hey, Megan, it's 
I recently got accepted to college in New York City, and I'm really excited, but I'm kind of nervous to be moving to such a big city by myself. Do you have any advice on how to move and how to find stuff to do in big cities? And do you have any tips for staying in touch with people from back home? Bye. She's been a fan for literally ever. We DM. She went to my summer camp. She's like the greatest. Love. Uh, First of all, congratulations. We're bleeping her name so I can say she's going to NYU. So exciting. I went to NYU. I know. Um, So first of all, I'm so excited for you because I remember all of your tweets about applying to colleges and I just felt so bad for you because I was like, God, I remember that. And you're way smarter than I ever was. Um, So my tips for, first of all, tips for moving. Moving into a college is great because there are a lot of strong college boys to carry your things. Use that and abuse that. Like, I'm not kidding. Upperclassmen, too. Okay, like, you don't have to, like, sweet talk random people that you meet in the hall. Like, hey, do you want to carry up my uh, toiletry case? Like, you don't have to do things like that. But um, even if you're, like, actually looking for people to physically move your things and, like, set up your bedroom, there's, like, constantly, like, on the bulletin board of, like, junior guys. Like, Delta Chi is carrying your stuff. Like, call this number. Take this little uh, thing you rip off the wall. So that's a great thing. Um, I think if it comes to making friends when you're like gone and moving across country. I think knowing when you go to college, especially that like everybody's in the same boat that you are and everyone wants to make friends and everyone wants to make it work. No one really wants to go into it. Like, I mean, some people might go in being like an entitled asshole, but like most of the time people don't want to do that. And you can kind of see that pretty early on. Um, Don't have sex with anyone in your hall. Um, you know, oh, learn how to cook things in a microwave because New York is expensive. And uh, be o- buy a lot of leggings because you'll probably gain at least 15 pounds. But that's cool because everyone does. Finding things to do in big cities. I think in general, college has a lot to offer. Specifically, I say this from a girl who went to nearly two years of a school. Go me. Um, I think you can find stuff to do through your school. But I also think being able to like look up. I mean, this is a weird thing for me. But like my friends who all live in New York all have all like are on Facebook groups with each other who all moved from like different high schools to New York. And I think meeting up with people, there's definitely, I'm sure, people that you knew from graduating your high school and all that kind of stuff to, like, introduce to other people. Um, things you shouldn't do, drugs. Do not do drugs. I will be so mad at you. So how to stay in touch with people back home. FaceTime is amazing. And I think I think it's honestly, like, it's an art of staying in touch with people. I was really, really good at it, like, mostly because I hated college. Um, But I think going into it, your friends are all going to have different experiences with their freshman year. Some people are going to automatically love it right off the bat. Other people are going to have a harder time adjusting. So usually the people who have a harder time adjusting are the ones who are making more of an effort to stay in contact with like friends from back home and talk a lot. And just knowing if you're the person in that situation, if you're not getting that same amount of like conversation back from your friends. It's not because they don't care about you or anything like that. It's just because they're they're off doing their college thing too. It doesn't mean that they don't, yeah, it doesn't mean they don't care about you. And then also at the same time, if you're getting reached out to a ton by some friends and you're like super busy and loving school already, just knowing that you're all going to adjust differently, but that how you communicate with each other in the first couple months, even the first like year of being in like school doesn't really determine the lasting length of your friendships in high school. I think being able to schedule times to like FaceTime, especially if you're on time like changes, that's great. My best friend and I did that where we would schedule a FaceTime and it wasn't the same time every week, but it'd be like, okay, we're going to FaceTime like on Saturday morning from this time to this time. And we'd be able to plan it and talk to each, talk to each other. We'd be able to talk to each other. Well, she is going to New York. She's so talking. she might start She's talking, talking like, like that. She might start talking on, like that. Do it, do it. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, because I think texting is also kind of hard to keep up with too, but then also having your friends, if you do like a group chat, that's always really fun. Um, and I also think even, which is like, sounds stupid, but if you've got like, uh, like make you're doing your, like your Snapchat stories and like Instagram and those kinds of things and being able to like have that with your friends, so they're kind of sharing the experience with you. I think that's a really great way to like keep in touch. Um, and yeah, I, yeah, I think, I think it's, it's really not that hard. It just don't take anything personally because I also have friends who like, we really didn't talk a ton while like they were at school or I was at school and like, we're still like really great friends now, but people have a lot of time adjusting. And I definitely had a hard time adjusting because like my best friend made all these friends. And I was like, I hate all of your friends. Why aren't you talking to me all the time? And she's like, well, I'm like having really like a lot of fun at school. And I was like, great for you. I'm not, this is terrible, but you know, whatever. I'm still her best friend. I won. So, okay. And next call. Hi, Megan. Um, I was just wondering, okay. So my best friend, he moved to another town, and he's completely never free, and I never get to see him, but I talk to him very often, but he usually only contacts me over Snapchat, and when he does, he asks for news, and it makes me really uncomfortable, and it's really hard for me to say no, so I was wondering, how do you think that it'd be better for me to play off the situation, because I don't really want to send them to him. And it just is really nerve-wracking whenever I think about what if our friendship doesn't last because he's only using me for this or if he doesn't really care about me as a friend at all because of him only asking for nudes. Oh, my God. He's not your friend. He's the fucking worst. He doesn't care about you. He just wants pictures of your boobs. Oh, my God. Don't be friends with him. Okay. Yes. I hate this. I hate him so much. Okay. I hate to say this, but like, I'm just going to like he, your fear of him not wanting to be your friend and the fact that he just wants nudes. That sounds like what's happening, which like, that just means he's a shitty friend in general. So as much as like, that's probably hard to hear now. And like, you could be like, no, Megan, like he does all these great things. Like he's super great. I'm like, okay, cool. That's so I can, I have friends who don't ask me for nudes, wonderful friends who aren't just like, Hey Megan, like, how's your Tuesday? P.S. Uh, can I see your tits? Like, that's not friendship at all. And especially if you're uncomfortable, first of all, no, that's just not friendship. He sounds terrible. And I, I am sure he has redeeming qualities. Maybe he's like great at geometry or whatever, but like, there's nothing redeeming in this friendship for you two. And this isn't a friendship. This is a one-sided him, like just asking for naked pictures and you not wanting or not needing to send them at all. And also like you should, that's not a prerequisite of like friendship where it's like, you can be my friend, but hey, I got to see what you look like naked. That's not what it should be like. Your friends shouldn't ask to see you naked. One time I accidentally took my top off in front of my friends and he was like furious with me, like so mad at me and could not look me in the eyes for like three weeks. And I told his girlfriend, we all made fun of him. And that's what it should be if you're like naked in front of your friends. Like they... Not like they don't know. He just, he, fuck him, but don't fuck him. <laughs> he hate him. He's not your friend. Hey, Megan. So I'm currently 18 going on 19 and I've pretty much been the single friend my entire life and I'm totally cool with that. Um, but all my really close friends think I'm like a heartbreaker. Basically, whenever I start to have feelings for a guy and we start to hit it off, I'll go in a little bit, dip my toes in, and then just lose interest. And I think that's totally fine. But my friends think I don't give any guy a chance, and I'm super picky and have super high standards. So basically, I just want to know, 
are they right? Am I just like having crazy expectations or should I just leave guys who I don't think work for me? I don't know if I'm just like anxious about the relationship not working out or not being patient enough to see it through. But basically that's what my life is right now. So if you have any advice on that, I'd love to hear it. Well, this is terrifying. This it sounds like I went back and re-recorded this at 18, 19 years old and submitted it to my own podcast. Wow. Okay. This is a lot of internal reflection I'm having to have right now. Okay. If we can't tell, I relate to you a lot. Um, okay. This was me, like 100%. I had this issue where uh, I would date people and then like like clockwork at three to four months, it would be like, I have zero feelings for you anymore. And I never want to see you again in my whole life, which is awful. But um, here's the thing I'll say. I think there is such a thing as having unrealistic expectations and unrealistic standards when it comes to certain things, but not when it comes to your feelings. I think if you're ruling out people um, because of like, if you're not, not specifically ruling out specific people, but if you're kind of like closing off who you're even like letting yourself meet and be like interested in or whatever based on like very superficial things. I think that can be like, if you're like, I'm only going to date guys who work in finance, like plot twist. I went on a date with a guy who works in finance. His name was Max. Can I say that? I didn't say his last name. He was the worst. And so then I was like, yeah, psych. I don't want to like go on a date with a guy who works in finance anymore. I think if you're being picky when it comes to people you're actually meeting and you actually know, I don't think that's necessarily considered picky because at the end of the day, like if it's someone who you really like, all of those sort of like that pickiness or those expectations and standards are going to be gone. And like if you have those real genuine feelings for somebody, none of that stuff will be relevant or you won't even notice that kind of stuff, if that makes any sense. So I I also think like re, like relationships or feelings kind of fizzle out and die for a reason. Um, I think at the end of the day, like if you actually had like true, genuine, like hardcore feelings for anybody, um, little nitpicky things that you might not like or enjoy, that wouldn't affect you. Um, uh, but I, I don't think there's any, any harm in it. I think especially like putting yourself out there is a really good thing. And if you're kind of refusing, not that I'm suggesting you're refusing to this, I'm making you sound so difficult. I'm really talking to myself right now. So I just want you to take everything with a grain of salt because I'm really talking to my past self. I think if you're, um, kind of like, ex- like not going out or meeting new people that you haven't like met before because of certain reasons um, and certain expectations you have of the people that you're going to date. I think putting yourself out there is really good because you might find feelings and emotions for people in places or in people that you didn't really necessarily expect. So putting yourself out there is great, but also don't feel like you have to settle if you're like talking to someone or dating someone and like you're not feeling it, like you're allowed to not feel it. And also if you don't feel it now, you're not going to feel it in like even more time because you're just going to get more annoying and they're like, quirks and ticks are going to get worse. But there is hope for you, young Megan, um, because one day you will like date someone for four months or three months and then it'll be like four months in one day and you'll like roll over because you're sleeping over, whatever. You're old at this point. I'm talking to myself. And you're going to realize that you still like that person. And it doesn't work. It it all doesn't work until it does. So I think there's no issue with being picky as long as... um, yeah, just don't settle because eventually you'll be happy and you'll find someone great. Oh my God, this is me. <laughs> this is fucked. Okay, guys, that's it for questions, except now we have an amazing segment. 
we don't, I don't, if we have music here, I don't know. I thought I was going to sing it just in case we didn't. This is Producer's Corner with Jack Ferry. Jack, would you like to take it away and explain what the Producer's Corner is? Yeah, so I thought it'd be really fun for me to pick my favorite call of the week um, for every episode. And so um, without further ado, here is that call for you, Megan. Oh, it's going to be fucking terrible. It's going to be fucking, it's going to be weird, isn't it? Hi, Megan. Long time listener, first time caller, big fan of the show. Um, for the sake of anonymity, I'm just going to say my name is Max. Anyway, I'm the producer of a very successful mm. podcast hosted by an internet celebrity who, again, for the sake of anonymity, I'm just going to call uh, Blegan Brink. Cute name. Anyway, um, my thing is, I think the reason she asked me to produce her podcast is because she's secretly in love with me. Anyway, um, I just need to let her know in some way that I really do like her, but like as a friend, any advice you can offer would be really helpful. Anyway, thanks. Wow. This is a really good question. That's a great question. Yeah. Thank you, caller, for calling in. Thank you so much. It's important. God. um, I would say that he's delusional. Mm, Is that what you think? Yeah. I would think he's delusional. And I think, I I think he's, he's. his head is just so far up his own ass. Well, hang on. This is this is not good advice. No, I mean I'm, I'm being honest. He just he thinks he shits glitter, and I think he needs to be taken down off his high horse. He produces one podcast with Schmay Schmelbig and walks around thinking. Hang on, I don't think he made any mention of another podcast. Oh God, am I? Hang on. Let's let's re- let me recap the call. Yes, I okay. believe uh, this gentleman named Mac. Mac. Uh, is producing a podcast mm-hmm. hosted by someone named Blegan. Blegan. Um, uh, That's of Irish who, descent, who isn't it? Who he believes uh, is per- potentially secretly <sighs> in love with him. What advice do you have for him? Because he wants to let her know mm-hmm. that he does like her, but as friends. Just as a friend. Yeah, I yeah. think he's wrong. I think. <laughs> oh, you think, I think she does? She is in love with him. I think. <laughs> I think. I think. At the end of the day, I think he needs to understand. Um, that everyone, everyone's got their own things, and and uh, maybe maybe she's maybe she's got a life that she's leading, and he's just he's projecting. Ah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. Maybe she just really wants to be in a, a movie or TV show he makes. Ah, okay. that's great. That's <laughs> I'm assuming he also makes movies and TV shows. Um, yeah, I painted a character. Yeah, yes, with lots of details. Well, and, anyway, and I, thank you, caller, for your call. That was a great call. It was please, amazing. please call again and let us know how it goes. Are you going to call every week? I don't know what you're talking. Oh. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Producer's corner. It's literally you calling every week, isn't it? <laughs> I thought it was going to be Mitchell. I was like, oh no. Oh my gosh, guys, that's the end of the first episode. <sighs> Did you like it? I was going to tell you to like this, but it's not a YouTube video. I'm just in your earbuds. Does it feel like ASMR? Maybe. Oh my God. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was so great. I had so much fun doing all of this. And I really would love to hear from more of you with more questions. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to give the phone number again for you guys, because I think that's what I probably should do. Jack is nodding. It is 310-694-0976. 310-694-0976. So please call in, leave your voicemails. You guys heard how it's been done. And I would love to hear from you guys some new questions. And again, if you have commentary on anything we talked about, again, you can call too. Just leave lots of voicemails. Um, 
And wherever you guys are listening to this, uh, if it's not iTunes, I'm going to send you on over to iTunes. Do you know why? Because you can rate us. It's like Hot or Not, which is an app, which if you're young, you probably don't know what that is anymore. It was terribly mean. Um, but I would love if I'm going to be the Uber where it's like, did you enjoy this ride? Give me five stars. I can't rate you, but I would if I could. So I would love if you guys could rate us and uh, leave some reviews and comments. Only good ones, please. It's like the thing in Amazon where they pay you to leave the good ones. I'm not paying you, though. I'm not promising anything. I'm just really would love that because it would make me happy um, because that's how people can find our podcast. And uh, it will be easier for you to find it and tell your friends to find it so they're not searching like with all the podcasts that have no reviews and all that stuff. So really help yourself by rating and uh, commenting and uh, leaving a, leaving a very nice review about how great I am and how wonderful Jack's shirt is today, which you can't see, but... It is. It's floral. Don't Blame Me is a production by me. Produced and directed by Jack Ferry. Associate producer, Melissa DeMons. Edited by Melissa DeMons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry. And music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks. And don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist-approved, so fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.